All right. Uh, all right, let me get the facts. I got a lady on here that I'm trying to help, uh, I'm trying to help myself with. Because uh, every now and then I run into somebody who falls in love, and the person they fall in love with is a big Grease fan, and then they are forced to listen by virtue of the fact that they want to share what their lover likes. And then they realize, hey, this isn't bad after all, you know? But what irritates me is that all these years that I've been rocking, you've missed out on the action. And uh, your boyfriend, Bob, is the guy that turned you on. Now, it wasn't until you met Bob that you could stomach my show. I've been on the air for 10 years. In that 10 years, you've missed literally thousands of bits. That, that What a tragic waste this it is. is. What was it that kept you from listening to me until you met Bob? What was it? What do I do that has some people hating my guts without even listening to the show? What is it? I tried a couple of times. What was it that turned you off? Help me. I'm it's pleading. Voice. I can't stand it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, okay. What's wrong with my voice? I, I thought I had a rather mellifluous voice. I, I thought I sounded like Ronald Coleman. Oh, it's wonderful. It is a far, far better thing I do than I've ever done before. <laughs> huh? Lionel Barrymore. Yeah. Nelson Eddy. They all had voices like mine. What, what, what's wrong with my voice? I don't know. Would you rather I sounded reedy and spindly? I can't help my voice. I have a tremendous testosterone production. That's what causes my boss so profundo. There's nothing wrong with it. I thought it was a... I That's mean, my, great. It's great. No, he's I sing in the choir. That's got to be all right. Oh, actually, I got kicked out of the choir. Because uh, Pastor said my voice is too low, and when I hit the low notes, it vibrates the pews, and all the lady parishioners get a funny look in their eyes. <laughs> eh? I believe it. I believe it. All right. All right. Well, you can at least tell them a story. A story? Uh-huh. All right, climb up in my knee. Okay. All right, jeez. Oh, God, you're a load, ain't you? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, let me come up with a... You want, how about a wacky story? Yeah. Huh? You don't mind if I move while I'm telling the story. I like to sometimes do a little bit of the uh, salsa kind of moves. So many disc jockeys just sit there like lumps in front of the microphone for four hours. Not me. I'm up, I'm down, I'm moving. Look at me. Stepping now, look at this. Huh? Oh, yeah. Now, this dance step I'm doing here was taught to me by Tito Fuente himself. Yeah. Look at me. I'm hunching now. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you the time I, I took my medical bag on loan to Appalachia. These special breaks on my medical school loans. And as a result, I had to serve a year in a downtrodden part of the country. So I was treating these people in Appalachia. Some people ain't never seen no doctor. And this one farmer brought his wife in who was getting this mysterious rash. And I checked out that vibe. It was chafed. And uh, I said, well, spray a little talcum powder on that cooter every night. She'll be all right. And the guy said, talcum powder? What the hell is that? And I'm thinking, that's right. I'm in Appalachia. People here don't say they got any loose money. They don't spend it on talcum powder. I said, well, I tell you what. Just throw some flour on a cooter. Do the same thing. Every night before she goes to bed, throw a little flour on that puppy. So... Sure enough, about a week later, he called me up. I said, how's your wife doing with that rash? Everything all right? He said, yeah, it's working fine, except when 
she gets overheated, she breaks out in biscuits. The Grease Man. Yeah. Hey, 101. There's a thought. <laughs>